Real Fit Radio with B and J.L.O.U. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Every man is what he is because of the dominating thoughts which he permits to occupy his mind. Is that like you are what you eat? You are what you think? Yep. That about sums it up. Okay. Got there from... Uh, same book I've been reading, Napoleon Hill, Thinking Grow Rich. You're pretty good so far? It's a lot of reprogramming the mind. This is the second time you read this? Yeah, book? the first time I read it was about 10 years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not refreshing. It's like almost a new read. Oh, yeah. You've grown and matured and experienced life. <laughs> I understood it the first time to a degree, but I think it's just certain things you don't understand until you lived a little. Yeah. <laughs> Life will have you change your perspective on some things quick. Oh, yeah. Mm. Experience. Cold teacher sometimes. It's one thing to tell me something. It's another thing for me to have to like, go through it. <laughs> it just hit different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're back and it is Wednesday, which is good. We had some technical difficulties last week, which is interesting. We were recording on one program and that program, something happened with it. Lose the tech guy. You guys know that. So then he brought another program in and I think like uh, close to maybe Saturday or Friday because he's he's gotten it down to a science. As I mentioned before in previous podcast, he can get the editing done pretty much in a day. We have a bunch of other things going on. So that was really good. But we had a lot of feedback on my mic and um, he had to do some magic and re-record. I think it was the day before, mm-hmm. like Sunday, just figure out. We got it out to you because our last topic was quality versus quantity. And sometimes I won't say the quality is sacrificed, but I would rather deliver, show up and give my best than not show up at all. So. He tweaked it. We got it to you guys. And we're back today with another podcast. We're here. We're doing it. We're still alive. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) So I'm glad about that. And I'm ready to jump to the meat and potatoes of this topic. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. So I'm the big movie buff in the house. I have my whole year planned out. I love watching trailers and on my own spare time when we go to the movies, I'm one of the people that doesn't want to miss the trailers. So like, oh, we're going to see that. I'm putting it in my phone as we're watching them before the actual movie comes on. So this year, well, 2020, because we're in 2021 now, it's kind of crazy because there were so many movies that were pushed back. It just threw me all off. So we've been checking out a lot of movies on Apple TV. I've become a Tubi fan and Netflix. We've watched those three more than anything. I've watched them more than I have before because I usually be at the movies. So there have been some movies that I've been watching for or waiting for that it would come out. And there was one that kind of slipped through the cracks. I don't even know how I found this movie. But anyway, it made its way to me. So it's American Skin. Uh, it was written by Nat Parker directed by Nate Parker, presented by Spike Lee. And I don't want to say like, I'm a, I can say I'm a big fan of Spike Lee's work. I've seen some of his movies and I'm like, oh, okay, it was entertaining. I don't have a favorite Spike Lee movie. Interestingly though, this movie that is called American Skin, it came out, I got like 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't always trust Rotten Tomatoes, but, and then that's watching it. 
as we talk about the stuff back and forth just the whole premise of the movie for me what I took away was a good movie by the way don't think about your feelings Spike Lee or I know there was some stuff that happened with Nate Parker where they kind of dug up some things from college there was an accusation made he was cleared of it I'm not here to play judge or juror I don't know what happened there unless I know for sure I try to not get too wrapped up in the hearsay and so I took a look at the movie and not only was it a really great movie for me but it seasoned the dialogue that we've already had before but there were some really good conversation pieces that were happening in there but the big thing was equality that's what I got from watching that whole movie just equality once it was over that's what I was thinking about and that's what we're talking about today when I think about equality it's like can and not so much when but how does this work for us when you're um I don't even want to say a minority because I feel like there are a lot of other ethnicities So we're not really the minority, but I just feel like how do you live and you know that things aren't equal? You know, a different set of rules apply to you. And that's a question. That's not saying just for me. That's for anybody that may feel that way. How do you succeed in a society where you know, mm, and in the movie, there was a police stop that, that happens and The father had explained to his son earlier in the movie that I know what you guys are talking about in school, your constitutional rights, and you know, you could do this, this, and that. These are your rights. But it was just like, no, that doesn't really work for you. I need you to come home safe. And it just got me to thinking, it's just really messed up. So I want to know what that looks like. I mean, Lou is a black man. I'm a black woman. And I feel like it's a day-to-day thing. I know that things are ever-changing and people say that we make progress on different areas. But then we have these huge setbacks. You see things and you know that it's unfair. You know that that shouldn't happen. So that's what I want to kind of have this open dialogue with about when you step out into the world into the workplace dealing with situations that arise in everyday life and you know a different set of rules apply to you if certain things happen whether it's the police employment or just how you're viewed in society I know how I'm viewed even though I don't fit the stereotype how do I function in that how do I function knowing that it shouldn't be this way but it is you know people say sometimes you got to play the game But it's not even about playing the game because it's just the whole feeling that comes with that. So that's my role into the topic, equality. What are your thoughts on it? How do you feel about it? How do you prepare yourself daily when things arise? Or is this something that's always just sitting in the back of your mind no matter what? It's a regular day, but uh uh-oh. I think you said to me one time it was crazy. You were in a store and you came out and you told me, because you know I don't really like being in there when it's crowded. And you said, it was crowded in there and this lady blatantly cut me. I started having a conversation with the cashier and I just kind of looked like, really? And I said, I couldn't have done it. I would have said something. She wouldn't do that. And you said, I feel what you're saying, but I'm a man. And I'm a black man. And this was another woman. I don't know if it was a white woman. I'm sure it was because you didn't explain to me like, that's not a good look bear. If we get into a verbal altercation or I get loud and your voice is already deep or she gets loud and I go back and forth with her, you know, you're like, you already know how that's going to turn out. (laughs) The angry black man. I felt like, but she cut you though. The cashier would know anybody watching. And I just felt like when you told me that it was more so like, I'm not even trying to deal with that. 
I know that she cut me. Some other people probably saw she did. The cashier knows, but I'm good. I'm just trying to avoid any extra stuff because I don't want the problem. That sucks. That's not fair. And that's just one situation. But there are people that are dealing with stuff all the time like this. And hopefully not every day, every day, every day. But these are thoughts. How do you deal with the whole equality thing and it really not applying to you sometimes? Or a lot of the times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tying it all back to the original entry point, which was the movie, I think the biggest thing that movie opened up for me personally was the opportunity for (laughs) the world to see what it is like for a black person to be a citizen in America. So I think we've had this discussion before on a previous podcast when we were talking about movies and equality pertaining to actors and when we're cast for certain parts in movies if you're not from america and you don't have a lot of black people in your country the first thing you think of is whatever movie you saw us in so i think that's a huge thing that that movie portrayed for me secondly just adding to the perspective of how do i deal with or how do we deal with inequality even though it's supposed to be equal rights for everyone. It's like a abyss, a deep part in my mind where it's like I want to be able to say and do certain things, but at the same time, I know that won't come out on the winning end for myself. So one of the things I just try to do is make sure that I'm not putting myself in unfavorable positions. That's another thing that sucks. I just feel like we always have to plan how we move a lot more than anybody else and it doesn't necessarily mean no one else face trials and tribulations but i mean if your eyes are truly open and you're not black you should have an open mind but some people i just accept that they don't no matter how you position yourself no matter how you try to have a dialogue with people and let them know like look i can't do what you do no matter what you say how you say it i've seen people on different social media sites i mean i'm on twitter sometimes and when these situations occur you just see these crazy opinions and i do say crazy because it is my opinion that they are crazy that well if you wasn't so angry all the time it's like would i have a reason to be angry i look at anybody else getting a routine stop and they don't get the same treatment that i get or you're talking to me crazy and at the same time i realize that i'm a human being barring the color or pigment of my skin and you still decide you want to be aggressive with me but i can watch anybody else get the same pullover same ticket and it's not the same so it's just very unfortunate that you have to go through your day and try to plan when you're gonna move how you're gonna move what kind of attitude you have to have and it's just very disheartening even with work or just different things pertaining to how we have to be so much better in every facet of life I can have a degree and somebody else can have a degree that's not black and chances are they'll get the nod before I do unless I show an outstanding quality that the other person doesn't have. Or how about I have to make sure that I have a name that is not considered a quote unquote black name in order for you to even consider me for some of the positions or we can take it further to what we are viewed as in terms of what we're capable of doing just because i'm athletic doesn't mean that i'm a 
athlete you know so it's just interesting on how we have to maneuver i don't know if i necessarily answered that question the way you saw it but i think i just tried to go around different things that we have to deal with and i didn't even jump into the female i was just talking from a black male perspective on what we have to deal with on a daily basis like i have to be twice as nice as everybody else (laughs) you made a funny point my voice is super deep so it doesn't matter how i say things i have to actually elevate my pitch so i don't sound angry and i can be talking regular and it's like people think that i'm being aggressive and it's like no this is just my tonality this is how i like to talk this is how comfortable i feel but because of you i have to make sure hi how's it going like i don't want to have to do that and i think that's for not only for you guys for us too because we've had the angry black woman stereotype for a while and the part that's crazy because you hear someone will say you know well if you weren't so angry you know or what you've seen or what you heard about me and i think they're stereotypes not just in our race every race no you know absolutely but you still have to deal with them within your race because it's like how do i work with this when i step out into the world i've heard these things i've been taught these things parents tell like the movie really touched on that and i was just like that's messed up programming yeah your parents tell you if you're out there and you're stopped by the police or you already know what the world may think or the picture that's been painted for us don't you fit the narrative don't you be the stereotype so you've been carrying that for a long time and it just sucks it's just passed down sometimes from generation to generation or you can go opposite and and keep someone completely in the dark whether it's your children or we were kept completely dark like i'm not gonna subject my child to the stereotypes in a sense meaning tell them about them that doesn't apply to you the world will let you know it applies to you real quick you know so if i send you out there blind and that's pretty much what it is you know just ignorant you don't know what the majority or the masses in the movies has painted this picture of who you are and you haven't even gotten an opportunity to say hey this is who i am that's not me i don't know if you saw boys in the hood that's not me i mean it's a society that's not me i'm a black woman but i don't act like that i don't i don't roll my head when i talk or i'm not aggressive and it's like you do yourself a disservice if you're not equipped with the information but it's also you do have the information so you're like prepared to react or you're coming in with a thought already that someone may think or they may feel and i have to represent myself a certain way because i am not that you don't just get to come in and be you without anything else like i'm just me you're coming in already in certain situations i'm not saying every time i walk out the house this is how i feel but there are certain situations that happen and immediately or after something happens and you're like damn i should have done that better because now i fit the stereotype you know i fit the narrative you tried me and you got the work but if someone witnessed it it's not just two people one person said this another person said that and you know i had to let you have it i read you your rights you were in the wrong depending on how i did it it's like was i angry was i aggressive because of the octave of my voice with my hands flailing about you think about all that stuff because now whoever was what's like Oh, you know how it went down. And it's like, you know, that's not the case. I believe they're bad people in every race. I believe they're good people in every race. I don't believe everybody's just one way based on an experience you may have had with somebody. But it's a crazy thing to have to deal with 
And I shouldn't even say deal with, I should say navigate through life when you have this knowledge. And one of the things in the movie too that was interesting is cops had their point, great conversations going on. No matter what you think, I'll say watch it, walk away from it. It's almost like don't even look at the people like this actor who's in it. Just go watch it. The conversations that were being had, it was really good because it was so much transparency in how the cops saw black people, Hispanics, women. It was just a lot of stuff going on. It was a lot of interesting points that were being made. And um, it was really good that stuff was put on the table and then addressed. Like, let's really break this down as to why you think like that. Or did you ever look at it my way? And the dialogue needed to be had. One of the officers was almost like, if I don't go in prepared, I could get myself in a bad situation based on what the numbers show, based on what I've been told and the stops I've made and the car <laughs> that criminals drive and the time of night they're out. So I was just like, wow, it's just really about finding a healthy balance because we're here and we have to figure out a way to still be able to safely navigate through everything and still keep our sanity and still be successful. But that's one of the biggest that's one of the biggest issues I have. I mean no disrespect, but I can't think of anybody else that has to make as many adjustments as we have to make. And well, in regards to perspective, just jumping back on the movie. In that movie it portrayed more or less like how we had to understand how the cops thought. Mm-hmm. Some of them had issues with really, truly seeing the perspective from our point of view. And that's really how it is in real life. Obviously, I don't like to categorize everyone and we never do that on this podcast. But my opinion is still the same. I feel like majority of people who are not black, they do not try to see from our point of view as much as we're expected to see it from their point of view of why they feel the way they feel. Well, I think at some point, though, you have to just accept the realism of some people don't want to. They just don't want to, no matter what you say, no matter how you move or interact. It doesn't matter. Now, for me, I'm very happy about when I know who you are, because then I know what I'm dealing with. And I, I don't have to try to be open to the dialogue because I know what I'm dealing with. It's just ignorance at that point. Remember one of the police officers in there. You couldn't tell him anything. He already had his mind made up. So I like when I know what I'm dealing with. It's the unknown. And that's the part where it becomes stressful. And it's a lot when situations happen. Police are driving around all day. I can identify them. They don't know that I'm not a criminal. I know they're the police. If we were to have an interaction, I know what I've seen on TV that they play over and over again when there's the bad things happening between police and someone from my ethnicity. But when we meet up, I like to just hopefully have a clean slate where that could be a good officer until he shows me that he's not. And vice versa. In the movie, they kept saying we're trained. I don't think that they should come in already thinking unless I did something to make you feel that way. You get what I mean? Not because of the color of my skin. It's kind of like having a relationship with a previous girlfriend or boyfriend. And then you go into the next relationship carrying baggage from the previous person right not because i drive this type of car not because my hair is a certain way or if you have on jewelry or you come and turn it off a certain street those things i know that police officers need to be safe but i need to feel safe too so yeah that's a tough place to be in 
I just think that when you have the opportunity to have those conversations or to better inform someone based on your actions, then do it. If I can respond in a way that doesn't fit the narrative or the stereotype and it's warranted because sometimes I know you just piss me off. It don't have nothing to do with ethnicity. I'm going to tell you what you did and you do what you want to do with it. But when you have to think it through, like, oh, my goodness, I do not want to go off in here. It's almost like (laughs) we had an incident at Vons. You know, we went in, we're in line. We always go to this Vons. It's not a crazy area. People are always friendly. I'm going through the checkout, lose in front of me. The guy is like having a whole conversation with the bagger. Then a girl comes from another register where she was bagging. She starts talking to them. They're all talking and stuff. So he's ringing my stuff up. So I look and I ask Lou if he's given the Vons card and he's telling me no. So I grab my Vons card to give to him. He doesn't make any eye contact. He takes it from me, scans it puts it back out to me I get it and then he puts his hand out to me like you know give me the money and I thought wow (laughs) wow so it's just a transaction happening and one of the reasons I really am specific and intentional about where we shop and all that because I really like good energy so that just kind of threw me we just didn't exist so once the stuff was bagged I told Lou I'm like you know wow (laughs) That was crazy the way that just went down. And as soon as he finished the transaction, he grabbed his phone and dipped out almost like he was rushing us along because he was, you know, leaving, going on a break or whatever. And I was hot because I don't like to leave a place and be upset about something and bitch and moan about it in the car with him or talk about the experience repeatedly, how it made me feel. But I didn't tell somebody. I didn't address the person that's doing it or talk to a supervisor or something. So At that point, I asked to speak to a supervisor um, because I think it was important. They get the wrong person in there. They may not be so nice because I was nice. I didn't address him. I allowed the transaction to happen. But there's some people that would have said something or just stopped everything. Don't even ring me up. That's what we do. You're just going to blatantly ignore me and talk. And this is rude. If they got an older person, people are already having to wear their mask. He didn't even have a mask on. It just could have been a whole mess. So... In that, I tried to be smart about how I handled everything. And in that moment, still with Lou, I thought the representation too. (laughs) I'm still the black woman. We're usually the only ones (laughs) in these places. It's like, you know, we might see a couple of speckles of, you know, maybe Asian or other something else. But it happens like that when we go to different places. But um, that in itself, I still thought immediately because I told him, I want to say something to him. And Lou was looking like, well, what's the problem? And I said, you know what? Let me just talk to a supervisor. I'm just going to handle it that way. But um, all in all, try to look for and not go out of your way. But if you can change the narrative a bit by being an example, kudos to you. And if you can't, try to have some open dialogues with someone around you or they have a lot of stuff now, resources where you can jump in chat rooms or you can have interactions. You do it on Twitter open dialogue but I would say with some people that would allow you to I call it dumping but allow you to express how you're feeling what's going on it's very therapeutic because you got to let that out somewhere that's a lot to carry around knowing the scale is not tipped in my favor although it should be for everybody the same one of the things you said a couple of (laughs) minutes back when you said we have to deal with one of the things I do want to say is 
I don't know what any other ethnicity is encountering. Like in the movie, remember the dialogue where they had that Spanish conversation? He was like, it's because of you. I don't know what they're experiencing. So they very well may feel the same thing. We're feeling like, man, I know what you're talking about. I get profiled all the time too. So it's never a woe is me because someone expressed that too. Like, it's always about you guys. No, I don't know what issues or how someone else is feeling i'd love to hear their experience i do know that there's um profiling going on or this is stereotypically what happens with this i've heard some of that stuff but i don't know how serious it is because i'm not you so who said um that thing i got a cold well i got a headache well i got a fever i'm dying <laughs> like we're trying to outdo each other no, pain it's is not, pain it's not that you know? but i will say this i mean I'm never on the old woe is me, just like you said. The only difference between us and someone else is I don't have a country to go back to. We can sit here and we can have a conversation about how what you got to deal with that. You think you have it bad. This is what I deal with. It's like, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, when some of these ignorant people tell us to go back to Africa, most of us never even touched the land of Africa. So that's not necessarily our home as opposed to someone else who can actually go back to Mexico or Japan, China, wherever these people are coming from. For us specifically, uh, going back to Africa, sometimes we have an issue with Africans not even taking us into consideration because of whatever situation they got going on. So I may be going off the deep in a little bit with it but i mean i know no one in this household ever looks at somebody's situation like it's smaller than ours all i can do is speak from my perspective and what i go through and if you're willing to have a dialogue where i can understand what it is you go through then i'm all for that my other problem is nobody ever wants to do that and again i go back to my premise when i say we're supposed to always understand what everybody else goes through, but no one really wants to understand what uh, we go through. And when I say no one, I don't necessarily mean that as a whole. I'll continue to say that, but I will say majority. And that's based off my experience and my experience alone. I won't speak for a whole group of people. I don't do that. I'll speak for myself. I'll say that majority of people I feel like don't really want to hear or try to understand where we're coming from or why we feel the way we feel, why we act the way we act, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, the takeaway from this is <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> and it's an open dialogue now. We're opening a dialogue with you and we can keep this conversation going or open up the dialogue with somebody else i hope this is a conversation starter because there's no answer to this it's no quick fix it's about making necessary and unnecessary adjustments because it's unnecessary to have to deal with some of the things <laughs> that you deal with but you understand it's necessary if you want to make it home or if you don't want any additional issues to keep the peace because of stereotype and so on and so forth but if you want to keep this conversation going you definitely can if you have any questions comments concerns suggested topics 
you can shoot us an email at realfitradio at gmail.com our podcast drops every monday you can catch the latest snippet of our most recent podcast at real fit radio on instagram if you're not following us you definitely should be as always we hope this inspired impacted or empowered someone until next time